Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. This is our sidetrack episode for the week. Uh, Last week we covered Talking Heads' debut album, Talking Heads 77, and today we're going to cover a collaboration album that Talking Heads frontman David Byrne did with... Uh, St. Vincent, um, also known as Annie Clark, uh, that came out in 2012, I believe. Travis, did you know anything about this album before before deciding on, on doing this for our sidetrack? I hadn't listened to it myself. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I, I was aware of it. I think I, I may have started listening to it, you know, years ago, but uh, never really. You know, the sad thing is, I think I probably listened to it before I really put two and two together as to who David Byrne was. 
Oh yeah, that was before I uh, really got into Talking Heads and and realized that that was lead singer of Talking Heads. I didn't realize that. But anyway, yeah. here's what little I know about this album. I do know that there are quite a bit of uh, horns on this album. One of the songs I was listening to, not the one that we're going to play, but nonetheless, one of the songs I was listening to, I was like, man, those those horns sure do sound familiar. Guess who they are. Oh, I got it. Antibalas. Yep. The same... Uh, you know, they're they're kind of a a musical collective of uh, Afrobeat uh, artists. It's an Afrobeat band, but it's got like you know members that come in and out of it. But we talked about Antibalas uh, when we covered. Well, actually, I actually I think Antibalas was one of my what's your herds, uh, one of the early episodes. Uh, not even realizing at the time that they were also. Uh, provided the horns on the Foles record Antidotes that we covered. Dude, guess what episode you're talking about, man? Three, four? Nope. Steely Dan. That's one we never even released, brother. Oh, really? Well, anyway. So I read that this album was three years in the making. And it started off um, as... So there was this one-off gig um, where Annie Clark... And, and David Byrne played together. Now, unfortunately, I didn't look into this, so I, I don't have much more information on that. I don't know if anyone cares anyways, but apparently they both have much respect for each other um, and each other's work, and, you know, they, they've always wanted to work with each other. And um, they kind of started off sending emails back and forth while they were both touring and working on other albums separately, and then uh, kind of built on from there. That kind of reminds me of how um, Postal Service came about, too. Ben Gibbard and uh, the other guy, I think he goes by D-Intel. Um, that's kind of how Postal Service came about, too, was just sending back, sending ideas back and forth through email. Was it like, a, I mean, if it's three years in the making, does that mean they were they had been trying to get get together and make music for three years and just couldn't connect no 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 what it is the three years in the making is is you know they're it took three years to record uh, them becoming acquaintances and then developing uh friendship and you know sending each other ideas you know simple chord structures and melodies and and you know kind of building songs together over three years time and i think that also has to do with how long it took but from that starting to actually recording and releasing it, you know? Yeah, got it. What's interesting is that um, there is there are songs that feature just St. Vincent, and there are tracks that feature just David Byrne. And then it, it seems that, you know, the ones that they're collaborating on, it seems to be mostly David Byrne. But what's interesting is, it's, to me at least... The songs that are David Byrne heavy sound like uh, sort of a Talking Heads type song, or at least, at least you know. And this is just David Byrne the way he he uh, puts melodies together and the way he sings. I guess you just can't escape escape it, you know. 
but I'm right. not familiar enough with St. Vincent to know if she did anything different on this album than she typically does, you know? So, um, uh, back to the horns that you were talking about. Um, actually having those horns there, um, uh, pushed both of their voices to places that they, neither of them had gone before. That's interesting. So, and she responds by saying, in this way that horns are aping the human voice, when you end up playing with horns, you end up aping the horns. It's meta music. The way I was envisioning it, hmm. I was imagining we will sing together. Not one would sing the harmony and the other lead. And how it turned out, how I think of it now, is like a Greek chorus. David is Lazarus, Lazarus, and I am the chorus. All right, man. She's too. She's she's nerding out way more than either of us even know what the fuck she's talking about. Well, it's just because we're freaking not very studious individuals. <laughs> she's talking yeah. about some Greek stuff, right? <laughs> God Greek damn it. mythology. I know, dude. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> no, but dude. so I guess this uh, interviewer is is what she's hinting at is that with having these horns, you know, just kind of up front in the mix, it kind of forced them to maybe, you know, sing it in ranges that they don't normally sing in. I don't know. Hmm. Well, that's interesting because I thought, I mean, I thought the same thing actually when, and I, the funny thing is I just thought that it was David Byrne's voice just didn't age well or something. It, right. But he does sound like he's straining uh, his voice. I mean, we talked about that Dude. actually. That, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, That's man. part of his thing, but I'm just saying like, yeah. it doesn't sound like he's doing what we associate with David Byrne uh, the way yeah. he uses his voice and like uh you know it's it's just sounds like it's uh he's not hitting the note correctly but maybe that's just because this thing that happened uh with the horns so i mean that just proves that they recorded it with the horns you know in the studio with them so dude let's get down to it okay so this song it's also, called, hey, shit, man. What's the name of the album? We didn't even we didn't even put oh, that out fuck. there, man. Oh fuck! The name <laughs> of the <laughs> the name of the album is called "Love This Giant." Came out yeah. in 2012. All right. So this song is track number three. It's called "Dinner for Two.
Man, that's just got all that David Byrne talking heads charm. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's what I was saying. Like, you know, you just can't you you can't escape it if he's gonna if he's gonna contribute and and, and you know. Yeah, he's gonna leave his finger. Collaborate with collaborate with an artist like you're gonna you're gonna know you know and that he was. There. I mean, I'm just I'm just assuming here, but you know, I feel like with okay, it has nothing to do with the age difference. But I'm saying like I, I like I feel like I, I feel like Annie. What's her name? Annie Clark. Mm-hmm. I feel like she probably went into this thinking, "Oh my God, I'm collaborating with fucking Talking Heads from and David Byrne." Oh yeah, uh, you know, and she probably took more of a back. Um, dude, I don't even want to say any of this. Actually, I mean, we can leave well, it. Well, you like, don't, I don't know, know, dude. Well, I, I, I don't know. But let's put it this way, man. Well, this is what I want to know. Did David Byrne, uh, is this one of his ideas that he was floating around? Right. You know, if they were if they were going back and forth with each other, this was probably one of his, you know, ideas that she just supplied her, her vocals to. You know? So it does seem like, though, from what I was reading. Because like I said, you know, there's tracks on there that, that sound that, that David Byrne either just plays instruments on in the background or or isn't featured on it at all because it's just her, you know. So this might yeah. a, this might literally be a uh, you know just a collection of songs that they had written and collaborated on, but not necessarily like. Wrote it seems like together. they both really. It seems like there was a lot of back and forth, with, with you know f- finishing ideas, you know, and and adding on to each other's ideas. I wonder if that went as far as lyrics too, you know, and melody. It seems like it. You know, if they're, um, you know, just ping-ponging ideas back and forth to each other via email for, you know, three years or however long, however many years it was before they actually had enough complete ideas to start recording. Um, yeah, man, I, wa- I wonder I wonder how much of it is, is truly collaborative um, and how much of it would be one David Byrne idea where, and then she adds the beats and did did, were the horns sections added in by the play the 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 horns players you know or did they have those uh i guess chord ideas uh you know that were just transcribed to horns i don't know but here's what i love about this record dude aside from david and annie there was 46 additional musicians that collaborated on this record 46 dude because you've got somebody who's playing something called the euphonium on that track that we played i don't know what a euphonium is i'm gonna look it up right now how do you spell it it is a valved brass musical instrument resembling a small tuba there you go but on on dinner for two alone we had a French horn, a trumpet, a saxophone, a euphonium, another trumpet, another trumpet, another euphonium, two French horns, two trombones. Yeah, basically like three of each <laughs> instrument. So was you it, know. I thought I may have heard a partridge in a pear tree on that one. Uh, I, nope, not not seeing that on here. Not seeing that on here. I mean, it, it is almost. It's getting that time of year, I guess, too, where you can make a joke like that. Tis the season to be jolly and joyous. 
You'll definitely have to keep that one in there. <laughs> that joke that you just did. That wasn't a joke, dude. Oh, by the way, uh, St. Vincent played piano on that track. So there you go. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, that's, you know, that's just cool, you know. That, and of course, they went on tour to support this record. How awesome would that have been to see right. them on stage together? Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, just one of those um, those moments in music, you know. Yep. Where one generation meets up with the next one to make a record together. Doesn't happen very often, but but when it does, who boy? <laughs> That's when stuff happens. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So that's a rapidy rap. Yep. Our quick and dirty on David Byrne and St. Vincent's collaborative efforts. Love this giant. So next week, back to Radiohead. We're talking about Kid A. I can't wait, brother. Can't wait. Dude, after that, Amnesiac. It's Ooh. got some killer tracks on it. Dude, yeah, I, re- I revisited that album last week. Yes. Good Ooh. stuff. Good stuff. Money. Yeah, man. All um, right, man. Cool. All right, dude. Uh, that's going to do it for us tonight. As always, hop on our website, nofillerpodcast.com. There's a bunch of stuff on there. I'm not going to get into it again. Um, and you can stream us on SoundCloud, any other podcast app that you got. You can probably find us on there. Uh, until next week, my name is Quentin. My name is Travis. I used to think that I should watch TV. I used to think that it was good for me. Wanted to know what folks were thinking to understand the land I live in. And I would lose myself and it would set me free. This is the place where
With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 